we're walking through renovation of the heart and thinking right now about uh, our bodies. Our bodies are real important things. And often they get, unfortunately, and incorrectly dismissed from our spiritual life when actually they're right at the heart of it. Our spiritual existence happens in the little kingdom that begins with our bodies. And this is what Dallas writes on page 169. We're going to walk through this and then we're going to take some time today to do something I do periodically, Dallas writes about, and that is to offer our bodies to God. So get ready for that. This little section is called The Body Betrayed. Now, the human body is betrayed in its own nature when it's made central to human life. The body is created for spiritual life in the kingdom of God and to be honored, indeed glorified in that context. But when taken out of that context and made the central focus of the human experience and endeavor, it is betrayed, that is, it's robbed of the spiritual resources that it needs to flourish. And in, in, in turn, the body betrays those who center their life on it. This sense of betrayal is what lies at the heart of youth worship in Western societies. It is also the source of the fear, shame, disgust, and even anger directed at fat, old age, or just aging, and death and dying that dominate our culture. An outlook focused entirely on the human body where there is no transcendent reality deeper than physical existence finds the body's failure and cessation to be, of course, the ultimate insult from which there is no recovery. You have to understand this if you want to understand Western life and culture. We hear a lot about body shaming. Body idolizing is the flip side of the same coin. They both go together and they're both deeply destructive. This same mislocation of the body explains many other intractable problems now facing much of our world. The sexualization of practically everything, abortion, eating disorders, racial and other discriminations, all of these are rooted in taking the body, our own or that of others, to be the person, and thereby depriving ourselves of the spiritual perspective on the person that can alone lead us to cherish the body rightly. Body hatred also comes from disappointment about our future with it, even from outright fear of the body, of what it is going to do to us. Not accepting God as God puts us in God's place and leaves us with nothing to trust and worship but our body and its natural powers. The frenzy we see over physical attractiveness all around us today and the despair over its loss eventually an aging and death for everyone, are the main characteristics of the climate of this life. So what does that mean? Well, Della says, for one thing, it means to stop idolizing our bodies. No longer make it an issue, an object of ultimate concern. After all, you've given it up to God. He can do with it as he wishes. You don't worry about what will happen to it. Sickness, repulsiveness, aging, and death. Really? Nope for you have placed God in charge of all that. And then we don't misuse our bodies. This means different things, he says to different people. For instance, we do not present our bodies that elicit sexual thoughts, feelings, and actions from others. We do not try to be sexy. 
We can be naturally attractive without that. This would, of course, be a fatal blow to the fashion industry and to other large segments of the economy, but we have to leave them to look after themselves. We don't use our bodies to intimidate others. Uh, also, uh, we don't abuse our bodies by overwork. In our currently world, this is a primary misuse of the body. Dallas writes, God never gives us too much to do. God never gives us too much to do. So, what do we do with our bodies? Well, Paul wrote the classic instruction on this to the church at Rome thousands of years ago. Present our body as a living sacrifice to God. And if you want, Dallas lays out wonderful instructions on pages 172 and 173 about how to do this over a longer period of time. And I've found that very helpful and very meaningful to actually be quite deliberate about this. To use my will and my mind to offer God the parts of my body. And so we're going to do this together. We'll do this periodically in the fellowship of the withered hand. I want to invite you now to pause, close your eyes. If you want to uh, sit down or if you want to, and it would be helpful, actually lie down on the earth, on the ground. It can be a good thing to do. Remember that God created your body, that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. I remember that I do not own my body. It is a gift to me from God. I did not create it. I came into this world unable to care for it and will likely go out the same way. And the best use to make of it is to offer it to God for him to renew it in alignment with his will. So now, pray this. God, I offer my body to you. May it be your instrument, your channel of love. I offer you my forehead my eyebrows, may they not be furrowed in worry and anxiety, but live unruffled, unfurrowed in peace. I offer you my eyes. I ask that you help them not only to not look at what would be, what would be unhelpful, but let them see what Jesus would see. May my eyes see the beauty of the earth. May it see the image of you and every person that I look upon. Deep breath now. God, I offer you my mouth. Would you mortify, put to death, in my mouth, habits that are cruel or narcissistic or deceitful. Would you fill my mouth with words of wisdom, of wisdom and gratitude and encouragement and courage and love?
God, I offer you my neck. May it not be stiff and stubborn. May it be bowed in humility and reverence. I offer you my spine. May it not be quivering in fear and the betrayal of values. May it be strong and firm and courageous. I surrender to you my hands. May they be active, God, in writing and working and touching and embracing and serving others. May they not do harm. God, I offer you my stomach. May my appetites be aligned with your will. May they help me to serve you and not become my masters. God, I offer you my loins. You have made me a sexual being. That is a good thing. May I be grateful for that sexuality and use it in ways that honor you and the brothers and sisters with whom I live. God, I offer you my feet. Might they go where Jesus would go. Might they be, carry me to places where I bring so much love and so much good news that they look beautiful to those who see them. Take a deep breath. God, I offer you my lungs. May they be filled with the spirit breath that could inspire and empower all of my body. Thank you for this gift. I am fearfully and wonderfully made. Would you use my body now, God, so that my kingdom would be a tiny little outpost of your kingdom? Help me to love and care for it today and use it for you. I pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen.